Welcome. This is Victoria Schneps, and I am presenting the Power Woman podcast. And today I am delighted that we have with us Shante Jordan, who is the marketing director of the famous Wenger Passeri radiology provider, par excellence. So we are thrilled that Shante could be with us today. Welcome. Thank you. Thank you for having me. So Shante, share with me a little about your growing up and who potentially mentored you to be the great success you are today. Sure. Well, thank you so much again for having me. Um, I grew up in Long Island, New York. From what town? In Babylon. Okay. Yes. So all my life, until I was about 15, and my family and I moved to North Carolina, but I would say that growing up in New York, born and raised, is what shaped me. Um, I was able to grow up around a lot of amazing people, a lot of amazing mentors. Um, I would say a lot of the people who would who have inspired me to help me, I would say a lot of my elementary teachers, because really it does start at the fundamental level, right? That was a, I absolutely was inspired to become a teacher my first life by my first grade teacher, who then yes. became my second grade teacher. I was so lucky. I was so the, teachers are such a great source. I'm glad to hear that. Yes, they are. And I think I had a few memorable teachers growing up. And so I, I, I think that that's a huge, important part of being an adolescent, being a child is who you're around, who who your parents surround you with, and positive influences. So I think there was really just a lot of positive influences in my life at a, such an early age, and that really helped when it came to church leaders, guidance counselors in school, as well as, like I said, elementary school teachers um, that helped shape me. But most importantly, my family. Um, being a big support system, my my mom and dad, my brother, my aunts. I have a big family. So if one person isn't available, someone else is available to talk to and receive advice from. Well, you know, it's a very uh, special thing to grow up in a family where they support each other. Yes. Wasn't it hard to be 15 and moved pulled out of Long Island, going to Absolutely. other parts of the country? It was hard. It was very hard. I will, I'll tell you a funny story. I actually bought a pair of plastic handcuffs and handcuffed myself to the radiator in our house um, when my parents told us we were closing. And my mom said, that's fine. We'll just call the fire department and, and tell them to remove the radiator. Oh, my God. Aww. So it was, it was a tough transition. I laid down the entire drive to North Carolina, so I did not see where we were going. I didn't care to know about the town. So my first day of school, which was in Wake Forest High School, getting home, I didn't get home till eight o'clock that night <gasps> because the bus oh. driver did not know how to get me home. Oh and my I God. couldn't didn't tell, tell her. Address. And she thought intentionally that I wasn't trying to tell her, but I just didn't, I genuinely didn't know. So that was, it was an ordeal, but I adjusted. How, and what was the turning point? Because that's 15 is, you know, the beginning of adolescence and all your friends are gone. And how did you start over? I think the turning point for me was college, mm. I, you know, because when I moved to North Carolina, I was a sophomore. So I had only two years left in high school. By then, I didn't feel like I really needed friends. I just really was focused on how do I get out of here mm. and what are my next moves as far as college. And my mind really was focused on getting back to New York. And so 13 years later, I'm back. Wow. Well, you know, the journey continues in our lives. But I think, you know, you have to be very motivated. It sounds like you were very motivated to yes. come back to New York from the day you left New York. I was very motivated. I was trying to find every avenue that I could. 
So where'd you go to college? I went to St. Augustine's University, which is a private school in downtown Raleigh. It's um, really like in a college hub because I'm not too far from Meredith College, Peace College, NC State College, Shaw University. So I was surrounded by a a circle of universities. So what brought you to New York? Well, I will say being in North Carolina, which is a beautiful state, it wasn't for young and upcoming people. It's more so if you're looking to retire, and that's just my personal opinion. Well, so if, I hope town, no one that's right? listening gets offended. <laughs> but, you know, for my parents, it's great. They're retired. They've lived New York. They've loved it. They've moved on. For me, I wasn't over it yet. I was just starting. So I said, you know what, it's time to come back and really explore my opportunities here. So what brought you back? How did you make the leap? Did you get a job here? Well, you know what? I just made the leap. I did not. A leap of faith, they call I took it. a leap. Of, I really took a leap of faith because I turned down one of the biggest radio stations in New York. I won't mention them. But I, I, I was offered a position, and I said, no, I don't want to go to a company where I'll feel like another number. I want to actually go somewhere and make an impression, be impactful, and be intentional in what I'm doing. And so at that point, I told them no. And I said, but I'm still going to come. So I took all of the money out of my bank account. I had cash in my pocket, and I left. Wow, that's courageous. It was very (laughs) courageous. And, you know, my parents were like, what is she she doing? We're just going to support her. You know, this is crazy. But ultimately, it worked out. So So where did you live, and how did you make friends? I lived with an aunt of mine. Okay, so family again. Yes, I lived with family. And my um, her name was Aunt B, God rest her soul. Aunt B was 96 years old. My mother's name was B, so I think that's a very... Very special name. Yes, yes. Aunt B was very special. Mm-hmm. And so she allowed me to live there, and unfortunately she passed. Mm-hmm. And at that point I had to find somewhere else to live, but it wasn't too far because her friends said, well, we're going to find you somewhere to live because we feel like as though you're meant to be here. So they found a friend of theirs that I lived with for about a year, and now I'm here, and so I moved to Brooklyn. Okay, good old Brooklyn. That's my hometown. Yes. I'm <laughs> so tell me about your job now helping Swanger Passeri raise its visibility. Sure. Well, I love it. Um, first and foremost, you know, Swanger Passeri Radiology has such a strong footprint. Um, so it wasn't a hard sale when they offered me the position to help them with marketing and public relations. And so, as you know, one thing about being in a field like this is you have to believe in it, too. And there's no gimmick behind high-quality imaging. There's no gimmick behind quality health care. You know, it, you get exactly what you see. And so that was easy for me, for one. And plus, I saw the, I saw the, the height that we were going to or where the company was going. And I said, this is, I know that there are a lot of things that I can do, a lot of different areas that are untapped that we can reach out to and make people aware that, you too can have access to high quality imaging and high quality healthcare so no matter how, where you are. So how does someone know the difference when they're going to get some radiology done, whether it be a mammograph or it needs something for your spine, of uh, the quality of the equipment that they are using at the facility you go to? What should someone look for? Well, you definitely will look for clearness in imaging, right? But it's more, it's not just about technology because now everyone has very similar technology. It's about the experience, it's about the treatment, but it's also about educating yourselves as well as being transparent with the patient. So we try to cover all of those things 
as well as having state-of-the-art equipment. And you will notice um, just by, of course, visibly looking at the machines to know if a machine has been used often, if it's been used for several years. You come in and you look at our facility, all of our machines look very brand new. You could tell by the technology what's attached to it. And then not only that, it's the name itself, the name of our equipment, the brand of the equipment speaks for itself. So the other piece is having the radiologists who read your work. Correct. And how does uh, Dr. Mendelssohn vet his people to make sure that what you see is is it done at different locations or do you centralize it? How does that work? Correct. So most of our radiologists, which we have over 65 board radiologists, subspecialty radiologists, they are all in-house. So that is what separates us from other facilities or going to another imaging facility is that our radiologists are in-house. You're not worrying about the reports being outsourced or waiting for several days at a time to get your report back. No, a doctor now can get the results back within 24 to 72 hours. And if they want to have an open dialogue with the radiologists about their findings, they have an extension on every report. They can reach them directly. What are the hours of operation? Generally from 8 a.m. to 8 p.m. How many days a week? Seven days a week. Seven days a week? Yes, Wow. So that really is something available to people to be able to know they can go to. Now, I know that the company started on Long Island. That is correct. We've been in business for over 65 years. Mm. So tell me about the journey. Where are you now located? So now, Oh, wow. Well, the journey, as you know, we've, we've expanded quite a bit. We went from, you know, opening our first Queens location in Laurelton to now we have seven locations throughout all five boroughs. Okay. So we are really, really breaking ground. But most importantly, we're entering into neighborhoods that need it, right? So every neighborhood that we've opened a new facility, Laurelton, Bayside, Ozone Park, Cobble Hill, and now we're getting ready to open up Eastern Parkway. What about Atlantic Avenue? Because I think you're down the block from the Boys and Girls Club. That's the Ozone Park. Yes, that's Uh, the Ozone Ozone Park. Correct. That's our Ozone Park. And again, as you you mentioned, a great neighborhood to be in. But most importantly, the need is there. There's no other radiology facility in Ozone Park. When we opened, the other community one could have just recently closed. So we had really filled a gap for the residents that were there. Yeah, I was there myself in person, and I saw the impeccably clean, uh, professional environment and the staff, you know, looking as sharp as could be to be able to be friendly and open. I was very impressed with that uh, opening. It's really remarkable to put together a team like that. Well, thank you. Thank. I mean, and again, it, it takes a lot of hard work. We have to give I, – I give kudos to – Dr. Mendelssohn to Bob, a lot of our directors, because they really keep this running. Well, not only that, but they keep you flourishing, hopefully, as Absolutely. well. And that's your job. Yes. <laughs> so tell me what secret of success you could recommend to other women that has helped propel you in your career. She's thinking. I would say <laughs> it's it goes back to faith. You really have to have like unremarkable faith in order to be successful. Because if you stay in your head about whether you're going to be successful about as, as something, then you're never going to try it. But if you just do it, I think there's a big difference. Then you you know you can learn from it. You can keep going. But it's better to do it than to not do it, right? So you do have to. I think one thing is you definitely have to have faith. You have to be confident in yourself. And I think being confident also is another basic thing. How about showing up? That too. You have to be a doer. Right. You can't be just all words. Action is very important, especially in a business like mine. 
because the results have to be there and you can't get results without action. Well, I think, you know, you are a shining example of what uh, uh, Zwanga Passeri needs in their employees. But tell me, what do you do for fun? Fun. I'm a dangerous person, mm. believe it or not. <laughs> I actually, I like to work out a lot. Mm-hmm. I have a personal trainer. It's very intense. Um, I did martial arts and kickboxing for two and a half years. I did Muay Thai. Did you have anything displaced that you had to go for x-rays? That uh, sounds very, very physical. No, I haven't. Luckily, okay. I haven't had anything misplaced, displaced, <laughs> okay. nothing broken. I've been kicked in the neck. Oh. Um, but no, ultimately, it's a great workout. And I, you know what? Funny story, really quickly. I joined kickboxing because I had put on so much relationship from a, uh, I mean, put on so much weight from a relationship. And he gained no weight. And so when we split up, here I was 20 pounds heavier. And I'm like, what am I going to do? I'm single and 20 pounds heavier. I have to find something to do. So I found this kickboxing gym. But then I ended up loving it so much that I eventually just graduated into other martial arts. Well, you know, I do think that certainly it's good for your body. Yes. But what about your mind? Don't you find it really clears your head after you finished a session? Absolutely, because you have to be strategic, but it, it allows you to, it, it gets your juices flowing, even creatively. There's a lot of things that you think about while you're working out and you're like, a light bulb goes off. Things that you wouldn't think about, but it is. It definitely makes your body, your mind, everything feel so much better. Well, we are thrilled to be able to have with us today Chantel Jordan, who is the marketing director of Soenga Passeri, a radiology group serving New York City and soon Westchester. Thank you so much for being with me, Chantel. Thank you so much for having me. I look forward to it again. Absolutely. Listen to the Power Women podcast on Schnepp's Broadcasting, on iTunes, and wherever podcasts are heard. Thank you. This is Victoria Schnepp signing off. Bye.